0: this <laughs> yeah. real perspective uh we're back based on a podcast <laughs> based on a youtube show uh yeah it's been 10 months now Jeez Louise. so wow sorry sorry about that everyone We took take a long christmas break uh i'm your co-host mj smith
1: Ooh, what's the order now <laughs>
0: <laughs> mike missy corey I oh
1: i thought we were doing the alphabetical these days okay awesome. uh you're right i'm michael morey
2: I'm Corey Tyndall. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we should we should start this
2: again. No, this is nah. real time. We gotta let it roll. We gotta let it roll. <laughs>
0: I miss you, Lawn Singer.
2: Uh, and I'm Corey Tyndall. We'll
0: figure it out next episode. This is a trial run for the podcast we've been doing for multiple years. Goodness.
2: Hey, we're rusty. It's
0: true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, i'm not which is stupid like i have i've had a month before this of being able to do this right and i still can't so uh yep um yeah both pods are back if you follow the other show our co-host we're back we've been back for like a month um sorry about that everyone stuff got weird that's all i'm gonna say about it uh but we're back uh to talk about not necessarily where we've been but what we've been doing while we were gone um we're gonna focus mainly on like the movies tv shows games that like we caught up with and things that we've been up to while we were on hiatus um do you guys want to start with
3: the good stuff or the bad stuff <laughs> oh man there was a lot of bad and not a lot of good. So Yeah, there was. It'll,
1: it'll be faster to get through the good stuff. So let's just start with that. Yeah. 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 Would you guys
0: would you guys watch or play this year that uh that y'all
3: were pretty into?
1: Who wants to start? I vote Missy. Damn All it. Right.
3: <laughs> uh Okay, I, I have a list. So I, I went through my letterbox, looked at all my 2023 movies, um, and there were not a lot that were in my category of just generally good movies, which is the best I could say about the best movies that I've seen this year. Um, I, I think Oppenheimer's Up There is one of the better 2023 movies I've seen. You guys all saw it, right? I did not. Yes. What? You still haven't have- seen it? I, yeah, I saw it, yeah. No, oh, I saw well, Barbie. I saw so I... Oh, my gosh. Whoa. Well, <laughs> Uh, Yeah, did the Barbenheimer experience um, and then fell asleep during Barbie uh, because I'm 85 years old, but uh, (laughs) I saw Barbie again like the next day and that that was fine. But yeah, Oppenheimer, really good. Uh, I mean, just excellent performances and an overall good Christopher Nolan project, so I was happy with that. Um, I saw a drama called Past Lives that was really good. Um, I I know I'm in the minority here. Uh, I liked Guardians of the Galaxy 4. I'm just going to oh, throw no. that out there. Uh,
1: wait, Guardians of Galaxy 3, right? Oh three, 3, yeah. There's a fourth yeah. one, Missy?
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you count the Christmas special, then technically oh, it's the yeah. fourth know. made oh. it work.
1: Oh, there you <laughs> go. Okay, all right. right.
3: Um, uh, But yeah, I, I liked that a lot. Uh, I don't know if you guys watched Beef on Netflix with Steven Yeun. It was a miniseries. Oh, I, did watch. I watched part of Beef. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, yeah, just going through my... It I think good. those were the 2023 projects that i liked i mean apart from that i i always watch a lot of horror movies so i mean there's like older stuff i've watched and and stuff like that but as far as 2023 just to limit it those were the good things that i saw
0: yeah uh so i also went through my letterbox and wrote down the 2023 movies i saw it turns out i've seen 23 movies this year um i've seen 90 two movies this year but 23 of them came right 2023 yeah it is a more um, thing um yeah um yeah uh big big echo on oppenheimer i really liked it um i thought it was great um rdj like man again. yeah yeah rob downey jr performance of the year so far i think um yeah that was great i, I mean the thing is one we're probably going to do an episode when it comes out on streaming and disc so uh i would like to talk more in depth about it but it's good sure. It's real good uh it's, i think it's might be nolan's best i need to see it again to confirm but yeah i really liked it um i liked i'm gonna try to highlight some stuff that's maybe a little under the radar um as far as stuff that i liked i really like the julia louis dreyfus movie that came out oh yeah i remember, I'm remember you feelings. talking about that yeah great movie um just kind of a movie about people talking and i loved it (laughs) like it's it's funny like looking at the stuff that i like this year and being like well like oppenheimer is not really a blockbuster oppenheimer is still three hours of people in rooms talking but that is mainly what's on my i liked it list um as far as the sort of like big budget stuff I really liked Dungeons and Dragons yes. a lot. Yes. Oh, I thought that. that was great. Mm-hmm. Like, legit great. Um, I really liked the new Mi- Ninja Turtles movie a lot. Uh, I thought it was oh, very fun. I didn't fun. see it. It's worth a watch, I Okay. Think. Um, yeah, I really like the animation in it. Um, Ice Cube's great in it. He is one of the best voice performances I've seen in a long time. He's really, really good in it. Also, at one point, he quotes Ice-T lyrics, which really made me laugh. Nice. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> k mutiny court martial is one i really want to hang up on because that is william friedkin's last movie and man is it good it is just an hour and 40 minutes of people in military uniforms talking about military shit and it's awesome it's so good <laughs> uh i might be that might be my second favorite movie of the year so far i really liked it a lot um i like skin a a lot um which is the maybe the your mileage may vary pick
3: Um, Oh, Jordan keeps trying to get me to watch that, and I refuse because he showed me the trailer, and I said, no, absolutely not.
0: It's great. Uh, I saw it in a theater. I tried watching it at home, and I thought it looked dumb at home. Like, I thought the aspect ratio of it looked stupid on my TV. Yeah. um, Do you want to explain it to
3: those who are unfamiliar?
0: I guess I can try. So it is, like, a highly experimental, I guess, analog horror film, for lack of a better term and it's just like there's not really a story there is a story but not really it's kind of secondary it's just bad vibes like it's just like if you had an hour and a half long waking nightmare um so it's just like like a lot of like vhs shots of like walls and with like purple filters on them and then creepy noises Yep. that's the movie <laughs> like it's 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 that is not a ringing endorsement like at no point <laughs> does it sound good on paper and or on the trailer like i said yeah and like i said it's it's definitely the your mileage may vary pick but like the way he assembles it is very like tense it's a little too long for what it is um but I, like it tried something you know like I appreciated that it kind of drew a line in the sand of, like, you're going to meet this film here or you're not, but I'm not going to make it my problem if you're going to do that or not. You know, I liked that the movie took a hard, like, stance for getting made. It's a, The guy's a YouTuber. If you want to see, if you'll like uh Skinnamarink uh, Skin YouTube. The guy has a YouTube <laughs> channel that's basically short films that are Skinnamarink. um kyle edward ball is his name but uh it is called bite-sized nightmares and the premise of the channel is that um his viewers write in nightmares they have and then he tries to reassemble the nightmares based on like with the sort of like VHS recording camera that he has. Oh, that's fun. And like, that's interesting. Yeah. I like that. So, yeah. So he did that. And like, Skinner, Inc. is based on one of those short films that he made. Um, So it's literally the same thing. Like they've, the, I think the Skinner, Inc. is based on heck is the name of it. Yeah. It's the one that has the most views. So it's got like an interesting sort of like DIY, backstory to it um it's pretty outside the mainstream which i liked like i said i was it's weird that i got to see it in a movie theater but we have an art yeah. house here uh, that makes and sense. <clears throat> um it was good because i was able to like you're in a theater and we was in a sold out crowd so like you're not gonna pull out your phone like this is a movie that like if you watch it at home if you're if you don't turn off the lights and have a decent soundbar that you're gonna crank you're not gonna pay attention to this movie you just
3: aren't yeah that's so what jordan said I, he's like if we watch it it he, has to be lights off no phones everything you know yeah sensory deprived. <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely. And so I got to see it, but I got so tense during that movie
3: that I started counting shot
0: length in the movie. And the movie has like an average shot length of like 50 seconds or something stupid. Wow. And, like, oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like cinema rank a lot, but it like, it's not one I'm going to recommend. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if, any of what i said sounded interesting to you you should check it out if any of that sounded like the most annoying thing you've ever heard you should probably not check it out um uh, last one i'll hit is there's a documentary about shark movies called shark exploitation that came out on shutter it's great um very 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 fun celebration of what uh you know the particular subgenre of my other podcast is about um i saw killers of the fire moon yesterday as square says he made a good movie uh yep it's what he does um and then the stop making sense uh restoration was great but that is also a 40 year old movie that just got restored to 4k and released in theaters so i don't know if that counts as a 2023 release (laughs) um but i love that movie a lot it's my comfort movie it's been my comfort movie since high school so I getting to see it in a theater for the first time in like a crazy good restoration with a super good like audio restoration was real fun but nice it that one's sort of cheating but that's what I liked this year uh, Mike do you want to go
1: sure so uh, it's a pretty thin list in terms of the movies <laughs> that I liked this year um, I'll, I'll go in seconds at some of the things that you guys went and said um, I thought Oppenheimer was a Good upswing from the down arc that yeah. uh, Nolan's had over the last yeah. decade or so. For sure. Um, I mean, if you could plot it out, I would say Nolan was going up and then he crested at the Dark Knight and then started going downhill, pretty much mm. straight down, maybe like one blip, like up and then back down again. Um, and then he reached like the absolute bottom, I feel like with Tenet, it was just garbage nonsense but uh, Oppenheimer's a good return to form for him so kudos to him for that I don't think it's as amazing as everybody says but we can talk about that and we eventually discuss it when it releases for streaming or whatever Um, I'll also go in second Dungeons and Dragons being surprisingly good that movie is like total crap from the trailers but it's really really funny Uh, like the jokes Mm -hmm. land it and in a way like that the trailers were not communicating at all because the humor just seems really cringy in the trailers but it just really works when you're watching it like things that like you know i'm a pretty uh skeptical person when it comes to comedy so when something hits um i feel like you know that it that like it it must have like worked overtime for that to happen um Mm. for me so that was also really good I enjoyed Guardians of the Galaxy 3 um yeah you know I, I imagine that we'll probably talk about some of the comic book slop that's come out although I think some of us has given up on it completely including <laughs> myself. I, well, I but, think I've
0: only seen two comic book movies this year yeah
1: I saw um, three I, I wow. think this is the only one I've just sworn off seeing anything else uh well I, oh, <laughs> never mind. I guess I take the back with Spider-Man um yeah i sure we'll be discussed eventually okay so two yes. um So anyway, yeah, Guardians is uh, surprisingly effective on an emotional front, I got invested in it. The only problem with it, though, is that I think it's 45 minutes too long. It's two hours 45 minutes. it's (laughs) so long. So long. Yeah. Yeah, it it really could have had some stuff get cut out completely and would have been a better movie for it. So Mm -hmm. that's my only knock against it, but James Gunn knows how to hit people with the emotions, the feels, as they say. And uh, so I'll go in... um, introduce maybe a movie that's lesser known. I really liked Guy Ritchie's The Covenant, which oh. came out earlier oh, this year. Oh, is that the
0: Jake Gyllenhaal bullshit that came yeah, out? Yeah, yeah. It, okay. it's,
1: it's pretty good. It's about, um, just to briefly summarize it, because I'm sure most people don't know what it is. Uh, it kind of just came and went in the theaters. But Jake Gyllenhaal plays um, uh, someone in the military. Sorry, it's been like a, a minute since I've seen it. Um, but he's, he has, uh, he's in Afghanistan. Uh, it's kind of toward the end of um our time there and he is helped by an interpreter um on the ground who kind of maybe saves his life uh I don't want to spoil too much but it's kind of a, a lot about Jake Hall's journey to maybe uh repay that person and it's a really good performance by him a you know, I have mixed feelings about him. Sometimes I think he's a really good actor. Yeah. Sometimes um, I also kind of think sometimes he might be a little overrated by people. But he mm. is very effective in this role. He uh, gives it all. I, I, you know, sometimes I have a hard time believing or buying into certain people in Hollywood playing um, military figures. But he actually really, um, I think, is credible in the role. And um, his co-star, who plays the translator, um, who I don't, I don't have his name right in front of me right this second is fantastic like really great performance from him um so overall i thought it ha- has some good action scenes but it's not like over the top really or anything like that mm-hmm. um it's
0: not guy it, Ritchie about it
1: n- no it, that's the other <laughs> part that's so surprising about it is that it's like extremely restrained from him um he it's mostly like realistic in his depiction of things it doesn't go too over the top i mean I'd maybe say the ending gets a little over the top in some places but um it's kind of earned and it's kind of like a, a, a fuck yeah kind of like moment in it so it's worth it um it earns that moment i think uh dar uh, salim is a the guy who plays his translator he is really good like just like somebody comes out of nowhere and kind of commands the whole film almost takes it away from jake gyllenhaal so if i had a movie to recommend from this year that i think is underseen, because like I said, that movie, it feels like nobody watched it. Um, yeah, you're the
0: only person I've <laughs> talked to who's seen that movie. <laughs> um,
1: it, it, it's really good. I mean, I saw it on the the back of someone's seat on an airplane, and I liked yeah. it. So I think that means something, because there's sure a lot of other bullshit I saw on that plane. It was a 12-hour flight or something. Um, and, and this is one movie that I watched in the midst of all that crap that I enjoyed. So that's my pick.
0: I mean, it doesn't sound like it's near as good as The Wall but <laughs> it's like
1: it's like the wall if it was good uh and it had like a good ending. Um yeah. oh, I will also add that um I also played a lot of video games this year. I'm sure Corey might touch on um some of this territory as well, but um as bad as the year as it was for movies, this was a really good year for video games. Uh mm-hmm. like if you had a list of top years for video gaming this year would be among them, along with, like, 2017, oh, 2007, know. like, 2003, 2001, and 1998. Yep. Uh, like, those are probably the top. And yeah. uh, this year is, is a very worthy entry. I mean, we had um, a sequel to Zelda Breath of the Wild. Uh, mm, Tears of yeah. the Kingdom came out. And so, uh, just... It iterated on breath of the wild in really good ways because uh, i was not that was not my favorite zelda i really liked it but um i think this one made a lot of good corrections to that <clears> game um and yeah. fleshed it out Minecraft. yeah well yeah kind of um but it was, it was just more more game to it less mm-hmm. like just kind of flat empty areas um and just better dungeons it's just more stories refined. a little bit better yeah yeah, yeah, yeah just better puzzles um the world is just so much more alive and fleshed out so um th- it was a game that i was kind of skeptical of um revisiting the yeah world from the original not the, uh, well the previous game not the original game um kind of i didn't expect it to be as good as it was so um kudos to it for that um i mean i'm playing through mario wonder right now um i think that that's a great game um mm-hmm. spider-man 2 just mm-hmm. came out um yeah it basically iterates on the 2018 game and the miles morales 2020 game um mm-hmm. i have some quibbles with it i think i think it might begin a little too bloated in some of its systems and stuff like that but i'm not far enough to say i'm not sure if the story is going to quite grab me the way the 2018 did um to, we'll the miles morales game was yeah. like kind of an expansion so it didn't have a, yeah, yeah it, it wasn't as meaty of a story mm-hmm. um what else? Uh, so many other Final, Final Fantasy. Did you guys play Baldur's Gate? Oh, I haven't played Baldur's Gate. Which one were you mentioning, Corey? Sixteen. Oh yeah, Final Fantasy sixteen. Um, a good game it has some really high highs. Yeah. Uh, but also some low lows. I'd say. Um. Cause there's, there's just like there's really good boss fights and the, the yeah. story's interesting. But then yep. some of the stuff that you do after the boss fights in that game just slow down the pacing so much. That's fetch quests kind of bs type stuff you can tell that it was made by an mmo um team <laughs> i mean it was yeah so yeah right so um and then i'm sure i'm missing some of the things cyberpunk 2077 had a really good expansion that came out that oh, yeah, honestly, it's good now right yeah, yeah. it's like the game yeah. itself is good but the expansion mm-hmm. uh, doubles down on all the good stuff like there's Idris Elba's in it as a a character, (laughs) uh as a voice actor. Um Keanu Reeves is back in it, providing more voice lines and stuff. Um, but there's like more of a spy bent to it. Um Mm -hmm. there's kind of some like intrigue going on. And like there's some real moral dilemmas. Like I had a hard time like making decisions in that game. Um versus like there's some games that have choices like Mass Effect, and there's one that's like, you're an angel. And there's like, no, yeah. another one like you're the devil, you know? And like, there's, yeah. there's like no yeah. like debate, like what you should do in a situation. Um, you know, you're just gonna, if you're gonna play a bad guy, you play the black guy all the way. But like cyberpunk is like, you're not sure if this is the good guy or the bad guy, like route. Um, which I really enjoyed. Like CD project Red, the studio behind it really knows how to, uh, kind of make these like questionable or like ethical dilemmas and in their games with their stories. And, um, you know, it, it writes stuff that's like closer to like the real world, where you feel like you you don't quite know how things are going to end up. If not things aren't clearly marked like Paragon option or Renegade mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Um, but overall, like the game's all fixed. Uh, it looks great. It sounds great. It's such an immersive world, and uh, the, that DLC is very James Bondy, and it hits like that like fu- futuristic James Bond game that I never knew I needed. So um, you know, there's a bunch of other stuff too. that I mean, there's like like Starfield. Where MJ was bringing it up. Yeah, and Baldur's Gate also, and yeah. Diablo, and some people like Pikmin 3. I was not a big fan of it, um, but... I mean, Pikmin 4, but um, overall, really good ge- good year for yeah. gaming.
0: Um, I want to jump in before Corey goes. I forgot one of my biggest ones. Uh, I really like No One Will Save You on Hulu. Um, oh. I was
3: curious why you didn't bring that up.
0: Yeah, I just <laughs> overlooked it on my list here. Um, yeah, it's great. It's probably in my top three <laughs> or five of the year. I really, really liked it. Uh, it's a home invasion movie with aliens. Um, also, it, there's no words, no dialogue. Um, so yeah, there's five spoken words in the entire film. They all come one right after the other and only three of them are unique. And it is in maybe the last 10, 15 minutes of the movie. Um, so I appreciated that I think the two best horror movies of the year, Skin and No One Will Save You kind of drew hard lines in the sand of like, this is the premise, this is our hook. You either deal with it or you don't. Um, I kind of like with that like the idea of like hey, we tried something here rather than like playing it safe and doing stuff like I don't know, whatever Scream 6 did.
3: Um Yeah. <laughs> so. I Yeah. Yeah, I no didn't I you. I didn't love No One Will Save You as much, but I I do agree it was a big swing and I appreciate uh big concept idea movies, so mm-hmm. that was cool.
0: Yep. So, that's all. Sorry. I wanted to get had of that before someone brought it up because I knew someone was going to. Um, Corey, what what did you like this year?
2: What did I like? Nothing. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, before we started this I was like, I feel like I will not have a ton to contribute, particularly in the positive category, because my time is more limited, and right. like the movies right. I have watched this year are not necessarily from 2023 that I've enjoyed but... That was a smart voice, um, Corey. <laughs>
3: Use your time uh, wisely.
2: It, so I'll have a lot more to contribute, like negatively. Um, the stuff that I did get to see in theaters, like it was just fine. Um, fine, fine was like the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like I said, I did see Barbie. I saw the Mario Brothers movie. I saw something else, but like none of them were like anything to write home about. And then I'll talk more about Spider Man. But. Um, but yeah, like, positives, like, I'll probably have to go more with, like, what Mike was saying. It has been a really good year for video games, and I echo everything Mike is saying. Like, I'm currently playing through Spider-Man 2 right now, and um, I'm probably overly hyped for it, um, which doesn't usually happen for me anymore, but, I mean, it was the reason, like, I bought a PS5. Like, it was for this mm-hmm. game. Like, mm-hmm. I held out for a really long time, but that first game was just so good, and I liked yeah. Miles' game. It wasn't it, like you know it was fine it was just kind of like expansion like you said mike like the story wasn't like amazing but you know it was like good character development for him and they were fine some more of the systems but so far like i'm really pulled into two um we'll see they're they're using they're walking like a very fine line with um some of the story arcs that they're using for this game. And so it will be interesting to see what they do with them. So I think like, you know, Mm -hmm. being on this podcast, like if you all, you listen to it, you know, it's like, I'm a very, like a diehard Spider-Man fan grew Mm -hmm. up reading the comics. And so this game is using a couple of like the really, um, I don't even know what to say, like, most revered, but they're very, like, well-known, like, if you go talk to, like, the Spider-Man, like, fan base, like, the super fans, like, these are pretty hard-hitting storylines, so it will just be interesting oh. to be, like, what are they going to do with them? Or, like, mm-hmm. how are they going to put their spin on them? Or it's, like, they have these really iconic characters in them, like, Craven and Venom, so I'm just... Mm. So, I, I think it's going to be good. I trust Insomniac, like, they're really good developers, but... We'll just see, but I'm loving it so far. Um, I think all the the refined mechanics and stuff are great. Like Mike mentioned, Tears of the Kingdom came out, and I think, like, hands down, it is the better game between, you know, like, Breath of the Wild, and it's just more refined. Things are better, Mm -hmm. the world's better. Like, the mechanics, like, I don't feel like I can go back and play Breath of the Wild now. No, it makes it totally obsolete. Yeah, like, the physics... Like, it just takes the physics from Breath of the Wild, and it just, like, multiplies that by, like, 100. It's just so much better in Tears of the Kingdom. So, um, you know, while I don't think Tears of the Kingdom cracks my top Zelda list, like, maybe it ekes into my top five. Like, maybe it gets into the fifth. I still really enjoyed it, and, like, I put a lot of time into it. Like, over mm-hmm. 100 hours, at least, I put into that game. And, yeah, like, I'm also playing through Final Fantasy sixteen, Like Mike was saying... Uh, high highs, low lows so far, but I, I feel like I can recommend it. To, if you like RPGs, if you like Final Fantasy, like definitely recommend it. Um, mm-hmm. It's a really engaging story, which I can't say has been... The last couple games have kind of been like missteps, I feel, like straight out the gate where it's like, oh, it has to work a lot more to get my attention. Uh, this yeah. one... This one was kind of like right in the first like hour or two playing. I was like, I want to know more about this world. I like, I like the protagonist, (laughs) you know, that I'm playing at. Yeah, she's very likable. Yeah. Which is, it's not a good thing when you have to play like, you know, a 60 hour game and, you know, you're halfway through and you're like, I don't know if I like you. (laughs) You know, (laughs) or it's like, I don't know if you are interesting. (laughs) You know, that's a, that's an issue. But, but yeah, so like a lot more on like the gaming front is where a lot of my time has been filled. Because as we'll talk about, like there has just been a lot of not good stuff that has come out this year. Um, yeah. so I was just like, I am not going to put my money towards going to see it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. when there's other yeah. films I'd rather go, mm-hmm. you know, watch that didn't come out this year. But yeah, so that's uh that's me in a nutshell.
0: Do you have something that you watched this year that like wasn't necessarily from this year that you were like,
2: "Whoa." Uh I don't know off the top of my head like I'd have to I'd have to think about it. I just was thinking strictly mm-hmm. like 2023 films, mm-hmm. but um right. yeah.
3: Did you guys watch any good TV? Like I mean, I don't know how much you guys, I, mean, no. I mean, you guys play more games <laughs> than I do. I watch probably a good amount more TV maybe. Like, cause mm. the latest season of Only Murders in the Building, I actually really liked a lot. Meryl I want Street to. I need to catch it. up on that. Yeah, I need it's to catch so, up on that too. I
2: love
0: that show. I love that show a lot. Right, this yeah. season's
3: probably well, the best. Really? Yeah, wow. Yeah. I'm yes. like okay. a
0: season and a half behind because I didn't watch any of season three. Um, Meryl Streep and
3: Paul Rudd. It's just oh my. Meryl Streep yeah. acting her ass off, but not in the way where it's kind of very obvious that she's Meryl acting Streepy. her ass off. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was just she's it was so, Meryl so Meryl refreshing. It. it was Meryl really nice. Yeah, it was, man, and Paul Rudd's really great in it. It's, yeah, it's, I think Selena Gomez, they finally know how to write for her better. So I, I would definitely recommend that if people watch TV still.
1: Uh, so I watched I watched Chernobyl, but I know that wasn't this oh, year. but oh, um, that's good. I yeah. really, I really, yeah. really, really liked it. It's really good. That might be like one of the best shows of all time, to be honest yeah. with you. Oh, um,
0: uh, I can't believe I didn't bring this up. Barry season four, I love oh, Barry season yes. four. Ended up being one of my favorite. Barry ended up being one of my favorite shows of all time. Like, yeah, I I, I watched that, that was this year. I watched that season finale three times in one night. Like, so wow. Funny loved it so much that series finale is so i don't think people got it like i think that is a show that people are going to revisit over years and be like oh oh like it d- it just didn't seem like it landed the way it was intended to and it's gonna it's going to come back around i think
3: i think so too it, it was so good not in succession i don't think anybody here watches it but it's really good you guys should get into it it's great no, I've had multiple people the...
2: recommend it to me and so should I watch it Missy I no.
3: I think you you don't think Corey would like I think Corey would like it I think
2: I don't know I thought it was fine I I don't know I you, watched didn't, of you the first don't season. count yeah <laughs> I watched most
3: of
0: the first season and was like I like like I was like I get it and then I watched the season, the series finale, and was like, "Oh, this is why would you, you do like, that?" I, uh, <laughs> because I was bored and alone at the Stanley Hotel well, and waiting dumb. for the and waiting for the Barry season finale to come on, and I thought it would be funny to watch the last episode of Succession, <laughs> and it was. And also, I was like, "Oh, so this is." You could watch the first season. You could watch most of the first season of the show and then the series finale and get everything out of it. Got it.
3: Like, no, not at all. I, I yeah, mean, as absolutely. far as the most basic I also watched that line, three times.
0: As someone who so watched good. that three times as well, yes, you can.
3: No, well, yeah, for the basic plot, but you miss a lot. It's it's very, very good television. Really, really stellar performances from from all the actors. Uh, That's true. I will give it that. It's yeah. very well asked. God, Brian Cox is so good, and and Colkin and Matthew McFay just everybody is, is such a good cast, and just really, really smart and good writing. So, I, I don't know that you would love like necessarily the plot and story, Corey, but that I think you would appreciate its, uh, the good aspects of it, like the really good performances and writing. I think you would appreciate.
2: Okay. So, yeah.
3: Uh, it's very Shakespearean. Oh, uh,
1: so, I mean, I liked parts of The Last of Us. I kind of think. I haven't watched a little, it yet. Uh, I think, I think I a lot of people went a little it. crazy over it because I think the game was kind of superior <laughs> in a lot of ways. Mm. Um, it's good, not great. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I think that there are a couple <laughs> of filler episodes that um, yeah. including one that everyone seems to love or, you know, think was so touching that I won't get into. But, you um, yeah it was good but i agree mj it was not great uh, but it's yeah. a good it's, it's a nice adaptation of the game yeah like, it's worth watching if you
0: like the game you should probably watch it like, okay, yeah, that's,
2: that's what i was gonna ask it's like what <clears throat> if i've never really played the, the game.
3: game you should probably watch it you should play
2: the you should play the game can watch
3: stuff this year <laughs> yeah for sure <clears throat> yeah i love Pedro Pascal, <clears throat> so i'm sure i'll like it yeah
0: it's like there's nothing wrong with it is he a okay. good joel He's, is he like
2: daddy joel He's he's
1: pretty close. I mean, he's yeah. probably like the best person to embody that character. okay, yeah. he's good. Okay. A live actor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: he's yeah, yeah, he's good in it. Um, I had
1: some issues with Ellie. I, I did not really like her yeah. as much as the video game version. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think that was probably the hardest part about it. Um, and moment. also, yeah. just the game has more time to breathe and yeah. so mm-hmm. a- allowing that relationship to develop. And I think that's yeah. one thing
2: that's to its benefit.
0: Yeah, the, Mike. Did the it feel rushed? Episode, that was a
2: big. Yeah. That was a big mm, thing that yes. I read. Yes, it did. Yeah, that's yeah. a last that's episode didn't time. quite hit like the way you would no,
0: want. No, oh. no. The last episode, I was like, oh yeah, okay. And I think that has a lot <laughs> to do with the way in which the game presents it. So, like, it's a very faithful mm-hmm. adaptation of the game, um, by and large. And I think that because of like avoiding spoilers for the game. Because of the reveal of what happens at the end, mm-hmm. while you are playing the game, you are viewing it very, very, very much from the perspective of mm-hmm. a specific character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas, uh, because you are literally controlling that character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In this, you're more of like a third person, what, no, okay. or whatever. You're an like, NPC. You're, just, like, you're Yeah, you're just yeah. viewing it happen rather than like being literally in the shoes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes sense.
1: Well, but here's the thing, though. I think that you could have accomplished it um, in in television if you had done like a one take that is like rooted to the main character when he does what he does. If you get what I'm saying, yep. Uh-huh. Um, yep. If you had done like a one take that follows him mm-hmm. and almost kind of just like recreates like over his shoulder what he's yep. doing,
4: yep. Um,
1: yep. I think that would have hit a lot more. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they went and like cut away and they just made it kind of like Hollywood. Um, and oh. kind of just did the most generic like action scene possible really <laughs> undersold how, how you connected with that character and that decision
0: I didn't have an issue with the way they depicted the decision I had an issue with the way that the other character questioned that decision
2: Ah, uh, I see like oh.
0: at, the, at the very very end
2: did they not play it out like the game like in that scene they did
0: like they did they, they technically did right yeah. like it is yeah. almost <clears throat> beat for beat the same yeah. But because you are literally, like, moving that character around, hitting the prompts to talk to the other character, um, you are that character, right? It's yeah. just a function. Yeah. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's a yeah. function that video games afford. And with this, you are looking at both of them in the frame, but you are not in control of either one of them. But you are also not viewing that person from the perspective of that mm. person, like I feel like they needed to do like a first person thing, like your your eye line is essentially the eyeline line of the character looking yeah. at the character who made the bad decision. So, mm-hmm. like, yeah, it the ending did not hit the way the ending of the game hits because the ending of the game is just like,
1: yeah, okay. right, yeah, <laughs> and like yeah.
0: this is like, mm-hmm. oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It sticks with you in the game, and then in the show, it was kind of unremarkable, and it's surprising because oh. I was kind of <laughs> expecting a lot of discussion to happen around the ending yeah because because there's a lot of discussion about the game's ending yeah and then when the show came out and it was over it was like everyone's like okay I was like, wait what yeah. and <laughs> no one's like uh. outraged or has like any feelings about like anything yeah. that's happened it's like no yeah. it was moved on so clearly it, it did not hit the way it was so, intended to
0: yeah it, absolutely not because i watched it with um some friends and one friend played the game and one friend had not played the game and the friend who played the game and i were like wow that was not how i remember hmm. that hitting and then the friend who would not play the game was like oh okay like yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. it had no lasting <laughs> power, uh, I think. that's unfortunate uh, yeah. yeah but other um, than that
0: i think it's pretty well made like yeah it's um, definitely well made the uh, first oh, 2 3 episodes are probably the best episodes yes. there's some there's some cold opens that play like chernobyl that yes. i like mm-hmm. i cannot believe the biggest mistake that show makes is getting rid of that
1: Yes, um, yeah. Every episode because, needed a cold open like that. Yes,
0: because there's a cold open of, like, the political stuff that was happening as the, like, the oh, epidemic okay. was rising. Yeah. And it's very much, you can tell, like, the Chernobyl guy is the guy who wrote those parts. Oh, okay, um, yeah. Because he, he co-wrote it with Druckmann, right? And yeah. so... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can tell, like, oh, no, these are the Craig Mazin parts. Like, this feels like Chernobyl, but zombies. Yeah. And after, like, episode three or four, they're just not in the show anymore. And I was like, no, that's the that was the best part. Like, that was the advantage the show had over adapting mm-hmm. the game.
1: Right. It could cut away and do stuff. That you, like, you know, in a game, you need to go and have some sort of player control or things like that. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. People at a, at a talk mm-hmm. show or whatever, there's no gameplay that you could do, mm-hmm. but the, the show does effectively and yeah the fact that they cut away from that um really kind of sucked and that was kind of what got me into watching Chernobyl because I really liked those scenes so that's why I went and watched Chernobyl afterwards um I'll go and add one thing shifting the subject subject away from um Last list. I enjoyed Picard season three. Um, oh. I thought that was like pretty oh. good. As someone who really liked Star Trek: The Next Generation, um, I've not watched any Picard. I,
3: I like don't, TNG you don't a have lot. To. Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. Don't watch the first two seasons. They're god awful. Oh. Um, that's what everyone says. Yeah. yeah, the third season was a good return to form. It okay. kind of is like. The, the TNG reunion that oh, we Oh, nice! Wanted. Yeah. Um, okay, I might it, give that it, a shot. It's, it's like a really good movie for, with that cast, but it, I mean, I hate to say that because we go and criticize how sometimes these things feel a little dragged out, mm-hmm. um, they are season-long movies. But um, it's probably the best version of that. I mean, there's still some pacing issues, but they bring all the original cast back. Oh, that's almost awesome. Almost everybody like has like something to do or has like a moment of like awesome or yeah. like a good character arc in the season and it leaves them like all in a pretty good place i'd say like better than how the movies did like the last movie of next generation uh nemesis was a really kind of crappy dour ending to like their stories um so this kind of kind of rectifies that and puts them all in a good place i think so uh, yeah i really enjoyed it um i recommend it and like i said don't watch the first two seasons just watch like a youtube recap or sure uh I don't know, like Red Letter Media's like recaps yeah. of it where they want to kill themselves. Um, it's, <laughs> it, but anyway, like the, the third season is a worthy follow-up finally. I got some pro- problems with it but I actually looked forward to watching it like week to week. Unlike nice. the things that I will choose in my bad um, <laughs> section good um, segue we're gonna
0: do an episode on this at least missy and i are gonna do an episode on this but the bear season two is yes! f- great it's so good <laughs> it's so good oh, man. Um, but the bear season one is also great yeah like, two is... all-timer great seasons of television so they can't go yeah, wrong bear season two is so so good oh, um man. yeah i don't want to talk too too much about it because right. there is going to be a full episode about it but hey yeah, it's so good it's, it's, <laughs> it's such good. a good show um, the podcast will just be us going. It's so good. It's real good. <laughs> I'm excited to listen. Uh, what to we it. Would, What we do in the shadows, season four was kind of a return, or season five was kind of a return. I liked what they did with
3: that. I did too. I uh, liked it better than last season.
0: Yeah. Same. Um, yep. That's all the TV I've watched this year. I think uh, it was just Last of Us, The Bear, and What We Do in the Shadows. And I still have an episode of What We Do in the Shadows left to finish. Oh wow. Yep um all right the bad What's what was bad this year uh what wasn't good all
2: of it everything just look at the slate for 2020 <laughs> Corey. Corey. you start yeah yeah uh, all right so i didn't i didn't see a ton of stuff a lot of it's by choice um i'm super over marvel stuff so even i know you guys were like oh guardians 3 it was good i i'm i'm out of goodwill with marvel so <laughs> no just, you're right so i'm just like no <laughs> that's I'm, fair yeah. and
0: guardians 3 is on my bad list and so. basically Dude. basically
2: everything that came out superhero related flopped we can talk yeah. about that but i mean you know all of dc's films flopped uh all of marvel's stuff i keep forgetting oh yeah they have another movie coming out like next month <laughs> that's yeah. i that almost asked
0: is it? <laughs> I almost asked what it was. <laughs> Wait, what is, I it? I, what is it? What is it? Captain
2: Marvel, Marvel. Dose. Oh, See, gosh. like, no one knows about it. I, I feel yeah, like Marvel's yeah. trying to bury it. They're like, eh, oh, just gotta <laughs> get it out. Anyway, so I'm all my goodwill with Marvel and Star Wars. Like, I had one friend who watched Ahsoka, and he's like, you're gonna do it? And I was like, no. Um, no. So <laughs> there wasn't a lot of that stuff that I was trying to go seek out. And I unfortunately didn't get to see Oppenheimer, which I wanted to go. Um I saw Barbie and it was fine. Um <laughs> Correct. I, I had yeah, issues I mean, with I liked it. it. Like, like I mean <laughs> like yeah, like it was fine, but it was just like uh, I mean, the big thing is like I feel like it it became too unwieldy and it couldn't handle the weight of like it just it felt yeah, like it asked like all true. these questions That's a good and way then to it, describe it. And then yeah. it just it couldn't it couldn't like land. Like mm-hmm. it just yeah, so so it was fine. I mean, all the set design and costuming and stuff was super impressive. That was yes. kind of why it's I was like, oh, I just well want made. It. Yeah, that's yeah. why super I was like, well I want to go see it. Yeah.
3: And Ryan Gosling is amazing. Man, yes, he's good yeah. in that movie. <laughs>
2: yeah, he is. Uh, so good. But, yeah, so I think the biggest one for me is, like, I, I, I really love Spider-Man. I've already said this on this podcast. So I was very excited for Beyond... Across, across 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 the spider verse <laughs> beyond this um, next year some preposition beyond beyond this next year maybe delayed till 2025 whenever um, almost certainly almost yeah. certainly delayed <laughs> until 2025 <laughs> yeah so i was really excited for this film um you know in, in my stage of life it is a lot trickier for me to go see movies it's mm-hmm. like i have to find child care it feels like the stars have to align um if it's something that Hannah and I want to go see together, it's like, even it just it gets trickier. So anyway, this was one where I was like, I want to go see it. I even got to go see this like opening weekend. Like I got mm-hmm. to see it on a Friday or Saturday and yeah, it was, it was not what I wanted it to be. Um, mm-hmm. I remember it might've been, I was texting with MJ or my, I can't remember who it was. And I saw it with my other friend here who's really into films. And it was kind of like, what I felt like came across with multiple people is like it was a lot of flash which was very like that was impressive and all the animation is really Mm. impressive but Mm -hmm. then kind of when you peel that back like it's kind of a mess and Mm. you walk walk out of the theater and you're like that was incredible but also I don't know it doesn't hit the same way the first film does and so it took me like over Mm. the next day to really process and it was like I feel like what it is, it's, like, you have a couple, like, incomplete stories that you're yeah, being it's not presented a movie. with. Yeah, and, you know, hidden under this amazing animation, all the different animation styles, like, when they go to the different super Spider-Man's cool. world, like, Spider-Man India, and you see, like, you know, Nueva York with, like, you know, Miguel O'Hara. Like, all that stuff is super interesting, and it's super mm-hmm. well done, and, you know, it took all the animators so long, like, with all the different styles and how they animate it, and, like, uh, yeah, like all that stuff is highly impressive, but it just felt like. I, I felt like the movie was confused. Like, who's the main character? Is it Miles? <laughs> yeah, it felt absolutely. like it was. It felt like it was Gwen. Like sixty yeah. percent of the yeah. time, and Miles took yeah. a back seat in his own. He totally did. <laughs> in his own film, like this is about him. Where it's like, even and and I tried to I tried to give the movie the benefit of the doubt of like, okay, this is two in a trilogy. But even when I think about good yeah. two entries in a trilogy, they still hold up themselves, oh, yeah. and they still are like, yeah, they're part of a bigger story, but they're still self-contained enough to have like a beginning, middle, and end. And then I'm like, yeah, I want to see what happens next. This, this kind of doesn't feel like it has that. It feels like it mm-hmm. starts multiple times, and then like yeah. even in the starting, it like, it just kind of flatlines for a little yeah. bit, and then it kind of is like, oh crap, we have to like wrap it up. And mm-hmm. so right. the the ending feels like such a non-ending. Really, it's <laughs> <where> so bad. <laughs> it's just like Shit. when it ended, I was like, really? I was like, huh? that, I was like, that's that's what we're doing? That's that's yeah, what we're doing. Yeah, yeah uh, so I I was really disappointed because I felt like the movie set up the concept of multiverse so well when Marvel in general has failed to do oh, that yeah. with yeah. the uh-huh. whole multiverse concept so much that I just I'm, I'm so sick of multiverse movies and so I feel like mm-hmm. the two movies that have done it multiverse is the best or everything everywhere all at once yep. and into the spider verse like mm-hmm. they use yeah. the multiverse in an actual beneficial way to like help the story and so I had a lot of expectations like yes this is gonna this is gonna give us version like 2.0 of that and it mm-hmm. just completely crashed and burned um, yep. I felt like the first one was so good in establishing who Miles was, but also, like, honoring the legacy of Spider-Man for people who are, like, long-time, like, you know... They, they're like, oh, who's this new Spider-Man? And, like, setting him up and, like, letting him do his own thing. And, like... like, But, yeah, this movie just... is just so much, like, just nothing. It's a lot mm. of flash. It's a lot of spectacle. But then, really, when you start looking behind, you know everything it's just like oh there's just nothing there and like i said it just feels super unfocused it's not really about miles even like with the stuff they give you about gwen i'm just kind of like i don't really care like i don't know it's 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 even okay (laughs) yeah it's it's like ah so i yeah i was very disappointed um so much so that i'm kind of like i guess i have to see the third one like i don't know it's I'll just it's it. it's just it's just really weird like yeah mm-hmm. if you're a spider-man fan like i honestly say like you know go play the like watch the first one go play the spider-man games like it's just there's better storytelling in those also
0: um
2: yeah it's a two hour and 20 minute cartoon yeah it is <laughs> it is it is long it's, it's and, long it's long also, yeah, it's like also, an assault
1: on the senses, man.
0: Yes,
2: like
1: it's like yes. there's so it's much. Exhausting. Like yeah, yeah it, so I was tired after
2: watching it. Yeah,
0: yeah I, I, know, I I had to agree. go play a pinball tournament after, and I was like, I don't want to be
2: here. Like <laughs> yeah, it and and another thing that I found really irritating is like it took like the Spider-Man cameos and like insider like oh Easter eggs and stuff. It just took it to an annoying level. Like mm-hmm. Corey, we it, got
0: to see Donald Glover in the Prowler costume.
2: Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> I was excited. I was as excited about that as as how he looked on screen. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just it was just like so much where it was like, hey, look, we have this, we have this reference to Toby's film, and we have this reference to like Andrew's film, and like, hey, here's mm-hmm. this like flashback of this thing, and like, hey, here's this animated show that people love, but it was canceled. We'll show you this character for like a second. Like it was just all this stuff where mm-hmm. it's like. As a Spider-Man fan, like, I know that, but then it was also just, like... It's like pandering? It's too much. It's just too much. Yeah, yeah it's just it the was...
0: movie designed to get you to do the Leo pointing gift thing, right? And mm-hmm. I just... Yeah,
2: and, and I just... And I just don't know, like, how did it go this... Wrong, like how to get this off course? I don't know what happened. Like, yeah, it was
0: way overcomplicated. It right because like the movie starts and it has two acts and then it interrupts itself and starts (laughs) again and then has another two acts and then the movie's over. And I was like, wait a minute, that wasn't a whole movie. And I'm not talking about the cliffhanger to be continued ending. I'm talking about the fact that it literally like starts, has two acts, stops, starts again, has two acts, and no third act for either one of those things. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So. Insane. It's
0: such a bizarrely structured movie. Like, I was just like, mm-hmm. what the f- What is happening? Well, this, yep. like... Because, like, it starts with this idea that, like, the spot is going through the multiverse reading the yeah. attic, right? And so yeah, like, okay, and that's he was, this in, he was in the previous about.
2: movie, and it's kind of like mm-hmm. he has a personal <clears throat> vendetta against Miles, and you're like, oh, okay, that's kind of interesting.
0: Right, and so it's kind of him going, like, now Miles has to traverse the Spider-Verse. Yeah. And we see him go through and like watch the spot, make stuff worse and worse and worse throughout all these things. And then it ends with like the spot becoming extremely powerful and miles learning about this, like Spider-Man society that sort of runs things like that Oscar Isaac runs. Like it's a stupid idea to begin with, but if you're going to do that, if you're going to commit to that, just have that be the final reveal of like surprise. There's like a, a puppet master behind this whole thing. Who's like in charge of like making sure all this stuff is canon or whatever. Yeah. And then you would do the explanation of that in the third one and then get the team together and fight the spot. Like that's how you make that, those movies. Like it's not hard. It's not hard to movie to make.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it, that movie is a masterpiece. <laughs> a combination <laughs> yeah. mess and masterpiece because so much of it is, is like technically sound and amazing, like the yeah. art and like the animation yes. yeah. and you know it's like it's some incredible. of these chase scenes are just so mind blowing. The camera yeah. angles and the colors and yeah. the sound and the music yeah, is all great mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's all in service of you know sound and fury signifying nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, right, because yeah. it's just like it goes nowhere it's like inert um, or yeah, yeah. It, it stops and starts and you know, there's like about five places that you could have ended it that would have been a better place to end yes. it <laughs> yeah. like, like when he gets away from Miguel at the end uh, and he gets away from the spider society that'd be an okay place to stop it but no then it keeps no. on going for like another 20 minutes again Yeah, and, like yeah, and, then, and Gwen even stuff. in doing
2: that it, yeah it goes to Gwen it's like the yeah. kind of momentum you have with Miles it's like okay and right. then it's just like hard turn oh we're back with Gwen and she's right. Gotta, yeah. I mean, she's like, the talk I to I look her at dad it,
1: Yeah. It, it's like you know, first third Gwen, second third Miles, second last third Gwen again. But, like what? <laughs> like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm so confused. Um. Yeah. Big disappointment coming off of um the original one, which I thought was really fresh, not yeah. like just for a superhero film, but like, and not just for an animated film, but like it was just a good movie. And yeah, yeah. It was. This, I rewatched it, it me. two
0: days before. Yeah. I rewatched it two days before I saw it. and It holds up. Like, yeah. It does so hold
1: good. up yeah yeah, yeah. It, it pains me how bad it was to be honest with you
0: yeah uh yeah i we just spent a lot of time on spider-man but uh <laughs> did you have anything else that you really didn't like Corey?
2: no that was the biggest like disappointment okay. for me the other things that i knew i wouldn't like i just didn't go watch them mm-hmm. so. yeah sure
0: <laughs> yeah missy what did you not like this uh year
3: a lot uh, um, yeah. <laughs> uh I'm looking at my list of the I I titled this Why Who Asked for This? Um and there's <laughs> there's a lot on there. Like I mean I, I I need to just note this is not the worst movie that I saw this year, but it was probably the most disappointing as far as I was really looking forward to it and it was bad, which was Renfield, which Nicholas Cage is wonderful yeah. and if you want to see him doing a really fun Dracula Performance, but the rest of the movie is absolute shit. Um, but no, I so I have a tie for the four worst movies I saw this year. Uh, <laughs> 65, uh, Adam Driver, Dinosaur, Alien Planet, mm-hmm. bad animation for the dinosaurs or CGI, or whatever it's not good. Um, Fool's Paradise was so disappointing, which is Charlie Day's <laughs> directorial <laughs> and writing <laughs> debut, and it's so bad. And he, for somebody who I truly think is just such a talented performer and writer um, consistently on it's always sunny in Philadelphia. It was so bad in a way that oh. like, as, cause I didn't see spider verse, but as I'm listening to you guys, it sounds like the badness of the film was compounded by the disappointment and the letdown of the expectations. And that was yeah. like, it was paradise. Like there was no reason for it to have been as bad as it was, but it was, um, oh. yeah, you people, um, <laughs> which is a remake of a remake of a movie, uh, Starring Sydney Poitier. Why? Which are, like, exactly. Why? Yeah, so uh, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner had a remake in the early 2000s, early maybe, 2000s maybe early 2010s. Yeah, yeah with um, Ashton Bernie Kutcher Mac. and Bernie Mac and Zoe Saldana and it's really fun cute it's like a reverse with the if you're unfamiliar guess she's yeah. coming to dinner um is a black man dating a white woman and he meets the family and you know all that and then the reverse obviously happens with Ashton Kutcher meeting Bernie Mac um this one is also a white man going to meet uh the black woman he's dating his family and Eddie Murphy is the patriarch and Julie Louis-Dreyfus is uh Jonah Hill's mom and I don't know the name of the actress, that, of the girl he's dating. It's just, it's bad. It's Why Jonah Hill? I don't, because it had to be Jewish, because they had to put in a Jewish joke of Julie Louise Dreyfus putting her foot in the mouth uh, by comparing Holocaust and uh, slavery. Slavery? Yeah, it, you know, the, that old yeah. well of a joke yeah. uh, to go to. So it's just, it's not good. It's, uh, and, and man, do I hate, like, Pandering political messages, especially when you're saying it to an echo chamber, because you're Hollywood and you know no one's gonna disagree with what you're saying. It's a similar reason I really hated. Don't look up. Apart from the fact that that was also just a shit movie. It's like you're you're not saying anything that anyone's gonna disagree with. Everyone knows racism is bad. Like we're living it. We're we're seeing this in our society. Like what are you contributing? It it just it was really not good. Um, and then I think the worst movie I saw was was Cocaine Bear easily. It's just
0: (laughs) They're the
3: same
0: worst movie. We it's so bad. More, yeah, yeah.
3: cocaine bear is fucking awful. It's it, <laughs> truly nothing more than a funny thing that you say to like your coworker when you can't think of what to say to them. Hey, did you know that there was a bear that got into some cocaine? And it's like, oh, that's kind of funny. Like, like a news blip that you would share. Or yeah. like like yeah. something that you would scroll past on Twitter or X or whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, and, and you're like, oh, that's a funny thing. A bear got into cocaine. But for some reason, they made it into a film and it, it doesn't work surprisingly uh yeah. yeah it's just it's really bad i feel bad for ray to rest in peace that yeah was that his last film or his like second to last oh, film
0: that or fool's paradise oh
3: god he just he went out on two real bummers poor guy yeah yeah man well so- and the other
0: thing too is like the funniest part to me because I'm me about cocaine bear is that during the press during the press tour elizabeth banks was like oh my biggest inspiration for this movie was jaws what where where show your work elizabeth because bears
3: have jaws and they eat people with them because
0: it's a creature that can sometimes eat people does not mean every movie has to be jaws like wow it's so like (laughs) such a stupid way to get people into movie like to see a movie It was not good. No, it's
3: like in every opportunity for a joke, which there's a lot. It's a freaking bear who got into cocaine. There's a lot of like visual gags and just a lot Mm -hmm. of every joke was a missed opportunity. It's like they took a hard left when they saw, oh, this could be something funny. Let's go in the Mm -hmm. opposite direction so that it will be very unfunny and like aggressively unfunny. And Margot Martindale's in it and she's an incredible actor. I'm just like, why are you in this? It's God. It's really bad really 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 bad if you want to watch a bad movie don't watch this one there are some bad movies that are fun to watch this is not fun to watch it's to watch. aggressively bad and aggressively Yeah, unfunny. it's
0: yep yeah, we have two in the same bottom uh missy renfield is the second worst movie. yeah best. man so not good not a good movie Nicholas Cage Cage. Innocent, but not a good movie yeah yeah yep yeah, also terrible um mike do you want to go or do you want me to go you can go ahead uh so i'm gonna talk about movie that is fine it is well made i would even say it's good but was a disappointment to me it's john wick four um Mm. it's good like i don't like there's well there is something wrong with it but like it's like it is a john wick movie and like the worst john wick movie is still better than 90 percent of all the other action movies plus three hour this three hour john wick movie why is this, why? <laughs> why this three hour john wick movie we don't need a three hour john wick movie like that, that's ridiculous and the thing is like it, the reason why it's a three hour john wick movie is because it takes a 40 minute break in the middle to be a 40 minute trailer for a john wick spin-off movie called ballerina that's certainly going to be worse than anything in the oh, john wick no. universe by now mm-hmm. uh, um and so yeah we just take a 40 minute break from john wick 4 to advertise ballerina and I was like, oh, that sucks. Like, that's not a good way to make a movie. Like, that's bad. But at the same time, like, some of the action sequences in the movie are, like, best of the series almost. Like, oh, yeah. It's, this so, it's such a weird mixed bag of, like, wh- why is the movie this way? And I have a theory, and that theory is, like... It's, it's not John Wick 4. It is John Wick 4 and 5. But then what mm. happened is Keanu started... His body's starting to break down from doing these John Wick mm. movies. And so he mm. cannot do them very much longer. So COVID delayed them making 4 and 5. So they took the ideas from 4 and the ideas from 5 and smashed them into one movie and made John Wick 4, which is uh, actually yeah. John Wick 4.5. Like oh, okay. yeah, yeah. That's, that's... The movie reeks of covid fucked us Uh um Mm -hmm. and it like i i like what they do with john as a character in this movie i don't like the way they did it i think Mm -hmm. it's very anticlimactic i think it's very disappointing as far as where the series was headed and like what the series was promising us john would do versus what he ends up doing Mm -hmm. um and so like it just, once again, like, it's sort of the Spider-Verse thing where, like, there's an easier way to make this movie. <laughs> right, like, yeah. You just, all you have to do for John Wick 4 is do the movie you've been ripping off since you started making this movie because you right. haven't actually done it. Just make it the raid. Just make it the raid, And, like, all you got to do is John Wick finds out which continental the high table is having this big meeting where they're going to figure out like the final solution for john wayne and you have him roll in there with the bowery king and his army of homeless people john mm-hmm. leguizamo like gets the vehicles common and holly berry are his like second and third bananas and like mm-hmm. the army of homeless people and the bowery king they take off like all the they take off and take care of all the like throwaway goon people and then common and holly berry like Go up the tower. You have Lance Reddick and uh, Ian McShane as, like, the man in the chair, like, giving him the intel, like, feeding him where everything is in the thing and then they get to the top floor of the continental in the secret room and then the high table is like a bunch of martial arts legends like they got to fight michelle yo and jackie chan and jet lee and donnie mm-hmm. yen and michael j white yeah. and scott Atkins. like that's how you do that movie like yeah. it's such a slam dunk and they didn't do it like nope i don't understand why they chose to make this movie the way they did and make it the final john wick movie in
1: quotes like yes
0: it's so bizarre
1: yeah maybe especially given what they set up in the third one like which was he was gonna take them all out and then the fourth one changes that and it's like has like super modest goals of no he just kind of beats up this one french guy and uh dies on his own terms huh
0: yeah yeah he beats up Pennywise doing a terrible french accent yeah Um, Donnie and great in the movie like there's a Mm -hmm. lot of stuff to like in the movie the top down like dragon's breath scene that's hotline Miami is so so sick it's so good but like Mm. it is not the way John Wick for especially if it's going to be the the final like the swan song for the character which it seems like it probably won't be but man like I was so just like yeah that like yeah (laughs)
1: yeah exactly Uh, now i'm kind of hoping that it's not the swan song because i kind of don't want to go out on this note
0: yeah exactly
1: um which is a weird position because i kind of think it's also a little too long on the tooth too (laughs) but i kind of want like a better finale than this yeah um yeah okay uh do do you have anything else mj um
0: i didn't like well i liked evil dead rise but it's the worst evil dead movie um Hmm. i liked scream six but it's the worst scream movie no Um, it is not it is not its but well, yeah. <laughs> no. um false. Yeah. Uh wait, what's the worst screen movie? If you say three, that's wrong. That's objectively incorrect. That movie's great. <laughs> no. Uh, I mean
3: I'm not a huge fan of four. Oh, I like four a lot. Yeah. Um it's, it's well oh hold on. Is that the one with Hayden Panes here? Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay, three is fun, but it's the worst screen movie. It's fun. It okay. is very fun and I love watching it. I'd probably like watching it yeah. more than a lot of movies, but it's the worst screen movie.
0: Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I think three is very stupid and silly. And it funny. is, it is, I agree. Um
3: But yeah, Scream yeah. Six had uh, issues. But yeah,
0: that's that's it as far as like really bad stuff. But I saw this year. Like Oh, I didn't like Guardians three. It's too long. Um the emotional stuff is too on the nose. Like it's too mm. like
3: well it worked way too for me. Accessible.
0: Yeah, it worked for most people because like that's like that like as soon as I saw it was cute animals, I was like, Oh, I gotta watch them die. That's stupid. Oh, like, it's, it's
1: super manipulative, yeah. Yeah, it's out. Like, <laughs>
0: yeah, that shit never works on me. Like it's just like as soon as I see that I'm like, No, I'm not gonna let you. Like I'm not like I'm not gonna let you do that to me. Like I know where this is. Kill them, like, I'm glad. There's a re- yeah, kind of like and that's kind of my attitude. You- what? What? <laughs> like, well, like
4: yeah, when you yeah.
0: like, like the well, I don't understand that subgenre at all, right? Like, there's a subgenre of movie that is like, I call it here. Watch this dog die, and yeah. like, why would I want to watch that movie? Like, this there's nothing for different. me in I- that movie. I not really though, <laughs> like. It, it it it's different in that it surprises you that it's gonna be a here watch this cute animal die movie, but, but that's not at, the central point of the movie. It
3: there, it's and like bleh. a part of it, it's a subplot, and it's a it's yeah, it's very obvious and falls into that realm. But I think there's so much else going on that I disagree that that to compare it to like old Yeller or something is not the same. It's not old Yeller in space.
0: I mean, it's not not old Yeller in space. It's, it's absolutely old, not. It's <laughs> old old Teefs in space old like teeths. you know we have a we have a disabled <laughs> walrus named Tiefs. like yeah you're gonna watch that dude die like it's so dumb like the don't yeah yeah there's yeah it's so it's so so manipulative like it just didn't work for me it was so like because it's so obvious about it you know because mm-hmm. like we they've been teasing rocket's tragic backstory for three movies now and so now we get to see it and surprise it's watching animals die okay
1: like,
0: mm-hmm. you're it simplifying it
1: <laughs> tragic backstory is tragic
0: <laughs> yeah alright and then a guy yells at him like no, yeah. what
1: yeah I, I mean I, I agree like I kind of let it manipulate me because uh, normally I'm pretty resistant to that stuff but I kind of let it work this time But because I mean, it yes, does it, work it's super obvious yeah no I, I, look these Marvel movies have gotten so bad. Um, I guess like I'm willing to go and let myself get manipulated to like at least feel something <laughs> with the one or two good ones that are around. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh,
0: I could watch Dave Bautista <laughs> toss that dodgeball into that kid's face on oh, a loop. Yeah. Though that's a really good <laughs> gag. Um, it just really, it just really caught me off guard. I don't know if that was in the trailer or not. It I don't is. remember it from the. Tra- oh, is it? Yeah. Dang. Uh, I didn't remember from the trailer. I rewound it like four times. It just really like (laughs) tickled my funny bone. And like I called my roommate in to watch it. Like I thought that was hysterically funny.
3: (laughs) He's just wonderful. Petition to have him in more things. Knock at Knock knock at the Cabin. Was that what it was called?
0: Yeah, good movie. I that uh, I really liked
3: it. I I I almost included that in my tops. It was really good. I really liked it. Uh, Corey, I think you should
0: watch Knock at the Cabin if you haven't seen it. Okay. I think you both should, but I don't know where you would come down on it, Mike. But I, Corey, I think you would actually probably really enjoy it.
1: It's got a concept that I really like. I like that <laughs> kind of Twilight Zone esque concept. Yeah,
0: okay. yeah, it's pretty well executed. I think like it's it's well made. It's one of the better M Night movies, especially oh, for yeah. the Modern Age. Like, and Dave Bautista's real good in it. Yes, so good. He's really good in it. Um, I would like to sit down and have a conversation with M Night Shyamalan about God. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. That's the thing I would like. I also. Uh, learned that he claims he's an atheist and I was like that's
3: wild hmm.
0: I was like ah oh, do you know that yeah <laughs> like <laughs> do, do your movies know that man right.
1: like <laughs> yeah well um I mean I kind of second MJ on John Wick being a disappointment um it, it's kind of funny how uh all of us are kind of pick, well Corey and MJ and now myself are, are picking things where it's like we liked like the series or these characters or these universes and they disappointed us. Mm-hmm. Um, it which actually kind of like stings more than something just being yeah. outright bad. Um, yeah, but yeah. I'm going to choose something that disappointed me and was outright bad. Um, I thought Mandalorian 3 was really, uh, season 3 was really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I stopped watching like four, five or six <laughs> episodes and I should have dropped it well before then. I dropped um, it after two <laughs> Yeah, I, I I knew it was bad after two, but I still like was like maybe it'll recover, but it never did. Um, just to kind of give like a brief summary of like the ways in which it's wrong. Um, I mean, it, it just demonstrates that John Favreau and Dave Filoni wasn't really part of this season much, according to what I know. It seems like he was more focused on Ahsoka. John Favreau like does <laughs> not have any sort of plan. In fact, he had an interview where he said like. He doesn't know if there's an ending point <laughs> to any of this. Cool. Yeah. Um, we, yeah. Which is which is real bad and disappointing for someone to go and say, um, you know, it, it feels like some of these scripts that he put out are like first drafts, like written on the back of a nap, napkin <sighs> during like lunch time in Hollywood or something, while he's like talking to an executive, like ho- offhand, like so, he's come up with these ideas. <laughs> yeah. My my um,
0: analysis of it is that the whole tone of season three was, oh, Pedro got too famous.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um yeah you could tell you know he wasn't there in person for any of it not yeah. any of it I, I want to yeah. say almost probably literally phoned it in yeah <laughs> like yeah. he, he yeah. was yeah. probably calling all of his lines in yeah um, you know the sh- the show's tone or uh, focus shifts all to the bo character who's not very likable and yeah. you know just demonstrates this adherence or reliance on these cartoon characters which look I am a big fan of cartoons of anime you know I, I think that cartoons can be ju- yeah. the animation can be just as valid as a storytelling technique as live action sometimes even better Um, you know uh, it can at least be more coherent with like crazy action scenes versus CG in a a live action show and things like that integrating Mm -hmm. things but um, look making all these callbacks to like what were children's shows, okay? Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they were, that's they were, they, what they were, like Clone Wars and Rebels, and trying to go yeah. and bring them into live action. I don't think this is working. Mm. Um, I don't think it's going to work for the mass audience, especially if you don't go and get people up to speed. I mean, look, every time that I go and write a book and I go and make a movie, I go and try to have some sort of character or a chapter or things like that references to get everybody brought up to speed on mm. who these people are because i know that not everyone yeah. has read the yeah. very first thing or watched the very first thing sure. or whatever that's and so, the and it's,
0: stan lee philosophy right every comment right. is someone's first issue mm.
1: yeah yeah exactly i'm not so presumptuous to go and think that like my, my stuff is so important that you should have read it or know about it or whatever I think that's common courtesy. Um, and, you know, it, it, sometimes it's hard. Like, don't get me wrong. It's difficult to figure out new creative ways to go and say, you know, that one time we did that one thing, huh, audience, mm-hmm. you know, um, aren't you getting this now? Um, but like, you know, that's like the duty of a good writer right. is to try to go and come up with that stuff. Yeah. And its kind of, I think it's kind of insulting that they can't even bother to do that with this stuff. Also, I just think in general, um, it, obviously like Disney stepped in, they need the Grogu train to keep on going. Um, but that character has no purpose anymore. He is so played out. Um, there's there's really not much appeal to, to him anymore. Mando got completely usurped and, look there were some problems with the previous seasons Mm -hmm. Um, you know some of them are very adventure of the week and a little shaky but they're held up by maybe good production values or the fact that maybe you thought that the journey was going somewhere but now it's very clear that the journey is going nowhere and so um, I'm over it it's just kind of like another one of those things where i have to admit now it's not what it was um and that's okay and now it's time to go and walk away from it similar mm-hmm. to you know how Corey was feeling about
3: Obi-Wan. star wars
1: back when we were talking about obi-wan and stuff yeah. like that it mm. it's okay to let things go and remember the good times and um you know not deal with the bad times anymore yeah. um and i'll also just go and add um creed three was kind of a similar thing oh, where i haven't seen it i, yet. I, I I really like mm. the Rocky movies, and yeah. I thought both the Creed movies have been good, especially the first one. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. I thought Creed mm. Three was a big disappointment. Aww. Actually, um, it, it has some good concepts, but then it like seems to go on fast forward midway through the movie. Like it, it just like skips a whole middle act or something, <laughs> and then all of a sudden like you're like in the final bout, and it was very strange and like very poorly constructed and set up and. I wanted to like it more than it did i mean i think that michael b jordan's very talented mm-hmm. but i actually thought that um he did kind of a mediocre job directing um I, I did like maybe some of the ideas behind the last fight there's some cool visuals where it it's more like uh i mean he's basically said this like an anime um like influencing him mm-hmm. like some of the fight scene direction yeah. but um it's a movie that doesn't quite come together, though, in, in that aspect. He could have gone farther with it. Um, it's kind of like almost watered down. And in general, I, I kind of feel like I'm done with these movies now, too. Like, I, I feel like I've seen kind of everything that needs to be seen. I think the the torch is fully, fully passed. But now I don't even feel like Creed has much anywhere to go as a character. I think we've kind of just explored, like, a lot of what he yeah. has to offer. Yeah, I and mean, that's I think okay he maybe too.
0: needed a third movie, and that was it. Right. yeah
1: yeah i think that we could have <clears throat> maybe like concluded it with this one and it should have but i i don't know if i'm really on board for any others so yeah. are they doing that's kind a of like uh yeah are they doing for i i think maybe there's a possibility i mean i think they left it open um mm. but i think i'm kind of done with it now um mm. you know i think whatever rocky sylvester stallone influences on it has kind of dissipated by this point so um Anyway, you know, it brought me some good times. These aren't things that are like, necessarily horrible. I mean, Mando 3 was horrible. <laughs> Creed 3 is more of a disappointment. Yeah. But, it, it, but also, you know, John Wick 4 was also kind of a disappointment. Not necessarily horrible. Um, it, but some things, you know, it's just time to go and learn when to walk away. Like people, Sometimes people only have a couple good stories to tell, and then yep. they reach that limit, and then they've got nothing more to say. <laughs> and uh, it's best to just walk away at that point.
0: Mm, yeah. Uh, it's Charles Lawton, right? Like the guy directed uh, Night of the Hunter. And then nothing else. And Mm -hmm. you know what? I don't know if you guys have seen Night of the Hunter, but if you're going to direct one movie, Night of the Hunter, not a bad one to do a one and done with. Like, that movie Hmm. is really good. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, yeah, I appreciate the uh, idea of, like, that's that's it. That's all I have to say, really. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go back to acting. (laughs) Like, because he was an actor that directed that one movie. And it's fantastic. Like, it's really, really good. And, like, yeah, no need. Like, I said my piece. Bye. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I like that. <laughs> yeah,
1: rather than just, you know, perpetually toiling away, um, you know, on this intellectual property because it needs to keep on going indefinitely it has to forever. Yeah. Yes, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. like that's uh, the thing
0: is like, this is what happens when you take art. And this is where like art and car- commerce co- kind of c- convene. And mm-hmm. I would say if there's anything to take, did, did anybody see Indiana Jones 5? No.
2: no. <laughs> there you go, Mike. You didn't want <laughs> nope. to do that to yourself. <laughs> no, it's really funny. Yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> I see, just realized you, that I, no one didn't even about it.
1: have morbid curiosity yeah. about it. <laughs>
3: yeah, I no, didn't. Yeah, not.
1: me neither. I <laughs>
0: might once it hits <laughs> Disney Plus. Right, but, like that's it.
3: Um, I rewatched Crystal Skull and was like, no, 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 not again. Not doing yeah. that to myself. It's a weird
2: <laughs> world where you're like, is Crystal Skull the better movie? <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Right. Um, I mean, look, look, guys. There's been three out of <laughs> la-
1: out of five Indiana Jones movies have been like his last adventure. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, like what? The, more than half of his movies have been his last adventure. What the <laughs>
3: fuck? Yeah. It's like the horror movies where they're like Jason's final movie, and then the next one's like Jason's really back. final yeah. movie this time. <laughs> Real final movie. We mean it. The sixth Ugh. time and seventh. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, it just so lost a the crap ton to of money. game yeah. From this
0: it's that I think the pendulum is swinging, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, Oppenheimer made a ton of money. Um, colors of Barbie. fire moon, because of fire moon is Marty's third biggest opening ever, wow. which is crazy. Cause it's three hours yeah. and 26 minutes long. Wow. Um, and has an ending that is, I can't believe I'm not seeing more about it online. Um, and yeah, I think, and, and like asteroid city was kind of a hit. Um,
3: that wasn't bad. That I was, was it was mid.
0: I was looking. Yeah, it was good. I have seen twenty four films this year. I forgot to put Asteroid City. Um, I liked it. Uh, it's not his best, but it's not his worst. Yeah, um, I agree. It like it's the first time. It's the first Wes Anderson movie that feels like Wes Anderson made it. Like that sounds stupid, but like sorry, but it feels like Wes Anderson wrote it. Like it feels like it is him mm. going through. Feels like it is him processing lockdown. Sure. Um and I was looking today, there was an article that came out that under 35 year olds were overrepresented in the box office receipts of Oppenheimer, Killers of the Fire Moon and Asteroid City. It was like 60% of the audience was under 35,
4: Hmm.
0: Um, like 16 to 35. Mm -hmm. And it was like, there's hope. Like, hey, hooray. (laughs) Like, I'm so glad. Um, Mm Yeah and like it's i don't know i think it's it's i think we're starting to see a shift towards like people wanting stuff that of substance again mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah and stuff agree. that has something mm-hmm. to say actually mm-hmm. making money um because you know oppenheimer's got a lot on its mind and that movie made almost a billion dollars mm-hmm. like and it's and it's three hours long and rated r right like mm-hmm that's nuts that's that's wild so it's it does feel like stuff might be shifting and like yeah all the mainstream stuff wasn't that great except for like oppenheimer D, and like mutant mayhem i liked but like i guess killers of fire moon is also a mainstream thing paramount made it but oh did anyone see mission impossible
2: Nope. nope, (laughs) That that flopped too. Yep, sure did. (laughs) Well, when you fight with IMAX and you're like, I'm not going to move my release window. And it's like, well, it's literally an IMAX for a week. Like, what do you expect? (laughs)
0: Yeah. Um, Poor Tom. Yeah, but it it seems like it's it's, – the pendulum might be swinging back to, like, more original – like, demand Mm. for more original, like, thoughtful – or at least above-averagely-thoughtful stuff. I think people I think are just tired even... of the
2: franchises, you know, yeah. a mm-hmm. bit, or just yeah. they're and making I think you money. Yeah, even
0: in the TV, right? Like, Beef, The Bear, mm-hmm. uh, uh, what's the other one? Uh, Only Murders in the Building, like, all yeah. very, like, well-crafted and well-considered pieces oh, yeah. of television. You know, like, I think we're starting to see a a shift i'm hoping we're starting to see a shift that's yeah please that's my goal like i mean one of my most anticipated movies of the year now for the rest of the year is a rom-com about meg ryan and david Duchovny. like (laughs) i did so like it feels so so it's like the best and even like Kane Mutiny Court Martial I said in my Letterboxd review is the- one of the best movies of 1997 like there are these movies that feel so traditional in their execution that they feel absolutely refreshing mm.
1: mm-hmm. yeah well hopefully real movies are making a comeback yeah, yeah it's, uh, I it hope seems so like they
0: are. it really seems like they are I hope so I wish Kane Mutiny Court Martial would have gotten a theatrical release instead of being a Showtime movie but yeah uh do you guys have anything else
1: uh no nothing about like this <laughs> subject um good to be back yeah
2: obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Well, back, everybody. yeah we're back we're back baby every time you guys Sorry. say that i
1: think start of... start, everyone
3: did you guys see the animated film we were kids we're back a dinosaur tale or story uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like yeah that's what yeah that's what i keep oh yeah. yeah i was just like that's i keep that's why i keep it. referencing we're back nice. a real
2: perspective tale now
3: i like it <laughs> good one cory
0: yeah, um, I think our next episode is going to be about the bear.
3: Okay.
2: I thought it was about. Yep. Uh, we no one will talked save about. You. Yeah, no one will save you. Are we doing? It that is.
0: Still? It's supposed to be, but one, this is going to be our like Halloween sort of release, and two, like I thought only Missy was available for that record date on the fifth.
2: Um. Uh, we can make it. You might, yeah. Either way, you, it doesn't matter to me. You might be right. I don't know. Because
0: Oppenheimer doesn't come out. Like, yeah, we can. This is not good podcasting. All right. Uh, <laughs> guys, everyone, yeah, I was like, are we still on? <laughs>